0: So who are we canceling today?
1: We're going to cancel the woke libs who are trying to cancel Mother's Day.
0: What are you talking about? Who's trying to cancel Mother's Day?
1: Y'all want to call it Birthing People's Day. Ah, uh, Do we, though? I don't... Mm. That's what I'm seeing all over the internet. That's what Fox News is telling me.
0: Oh, so the one joke the conservatives tell. Like, literally the one joke. I got you
1: it's not a joke y'all are canceling mother's day and you must be stopped whatever man
0: take a lap. hey everyone i'm caitlin burns
1: and i'm oliver ash
0: and you're listening to cancel me daddy
1: the show where we take a closer look at all of the panic around cancel culture
0: with thoughtful analysis
1: and verbal shit posting Caitlin I am I'm exhausted I'm exhausted I feel like I'm gonna fall over today what's going on with you um I was up until 2 a.m. writing a script for a big investigative project I'm working on oh wow yeah and there's gonna be lots of lots of cancel-worthy content
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) um (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. yeah but i think that doing a full episode with two segments today or for this episode is just gonna be a little bit too much
0: yeah so for our audience um this is gonna be a little bit of an abbreviated show for you today and we apologize for that but it's just the fact of the matter is oliver and i we do not do this as full-time work Um, And we both are sort of just overloaded this week with projects, so we do apologize. But we do have still a good, if abbreviated, show lined up for you.
1: Yeah, and we figured instead of trying to do a full show that kind of sucked, we'd do one segment that was great for you, so...
0: We do, however, want to get to a point where this is more than just a side hustle for us, but we need your support to get there. I think the goal at some point is to be able to hire somebody who can help us with editing so that Oliver is not doing all of that work themselves. Um, and if you want to help us reach that goal, you can support us on patreon.com slash
1: and when we get there, it'll be great because even if we are overloaded, we just have to get behind the mic and be delightful and I don't have to do all the production work so you can still get an episode every week, even if we're totally stretched then. <laughs> so one day, one day.
0: We're going to get there. I have faith.
1: I do too. Um, and then one more shameless plug. As always, we want to give a shout out to our listeners who are leaving us like lovely reviews on Apple Podcasts. That- really help us get the word out um we got one that just uh made me made me smile do you want to read it caitlin
0: we love this review from nerdstar48 it's so refreshing to hear a nuanced take on cancel culture amidst this moral panic of conservatives versus marginalized folks actually getting canceled and blacklisted love your topics and guests very smart very good and always great to hear other trans folks on the air so thank you nerdstar i love your username by the way
1: you're great. We love you. Okay, let's let's get into the show.
0: <laughs> so Oliver, yesterday was Mother's Day, and we're going to be talking about <sighs> conservatives again. Ew, I hate it. It's seemingly every conservative on the internet had a birthing person's day joke going yesterday, and we're going to talk about that uh, a little bit later, but before we get into it... I just want to highlight this comment from Bob Baffert. He is a well-known horse trainer, like horse racing trainer. Okay. Who has been very successful in his career. Um, his horse literally just won the Kentucky Derby, but tested positive for like performance enhancing drugs. Okay. The, tr- the horse tested positive for performance enhancing drugs.
1: So there was a little cheating.
0: Uh, he denies it. Uh, so we will say that right he says this is not this didn't happen or whatever but he went on fox news earlier this week to claim that not only were the allegations that he doped his horse false but that he was a victim of cancel culture and yeah it was like he goes we live in a different world now this is this america is different While complaining to be a victim of cancel culture on Fox news. And it's like, if this phrase ever had any meaning at all to begin with, it is devoid of meaning. Now, if a literal doping (laughs) fiend horse racing trainer is caught up in a scandal and he's trying to write it off as cancel culture, like, what is like? I don't understand what he's trying to accomplish here. I really don't.
1: He he's just trying to monopolize on the far right rhetoric. I don't know. Yeah, cancel culture has no meaning.
0: Yeah, I think he thinks that he can rally support by claiming he's being canceled when he literally just broke the rules and got caught. Like, what <sighs> a dipshit! Honestly,
1: I think that uh, that was always against the rules. I don't think anything's changed.
0: Jumping past that. I had to get that out there because it was too ridiculous not to mention our show, because it is perhaps the most ridiculous intonation of cancel culture that we've had since we started this show, possibly. It's definitely up
1: there. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but I wanna go back to i wanna talk about this Mother's Day thing, right?
1: Yeah, so I kind of saw that, but I was like deep in script writing, so do you want yeah. do you wanna give me kind of an overview of kind of what what sparked it or what was going on?
0: Yeah, so um again, this is another invention of the right, which you'll see by the time I get done telling this inane story, but basically representative Cory Bush she represents St. Louis, Missouri, in the US Congress. She released this really personal and touching video essay about her own experience as a black mom who nearly lost her kids in childbirth, right? Which is actually a huge problem in the US, like mm-hmm. black and uh, indigenous maternal mortality rates are like super high compared to white people, like the there's a huge disparity there. This is such a serious problem. It's actually, potential solutions to it have become a bipartisan issue in one of the most divided Congresses of all time. I've actually written about this before. Republicans themselves want to try to fix this, right? Mm-hmm. But what happened was, is it was put out with a tweet where she referenced, quote, Black birthing people. And of course, that's gender neutral Maternity language. Yeah. And anytime there's any gender neutral maternity language, there is always a huge freak out from conservatives and from the gender criticals um, that is just completely over the top. Literally, nobody watched the video. Okay. Nobody criticizing this watched the video to like learn about how serious this problem is. And they just jumped to criticize this one choice of phrasing. It is so frustrating, Oliver. I am so tired of this discourse. Mm
1: -hmm. What kind of struck me is that the right ran with it and was like, you are trying to cancel Mother's Day and call it Birthing People's Day. And that's that's not what Representative Bush was saying at all.
0: Yeah. So basically, it started before Mother's Day and the usual, I call it vice signaling from the usual suspects where they're like you're trying to erase women, you are trying to erase mothers and whatnot that's not actually what gender neutral like repro language is Like, it's really just trying to represent the multiple experiences of birthing that are possible, right? So you have yeah. trans men, you have non-binary people you have people who don't identify as female who give birth and Using that language includes them, but it also includes like surrogates. It includes, you know, pregnant people who are giving their children up for adoption, who don't want to or don't plan to be mothers to their child. Like it's your classic cultural war issue where one side doesn't like a thing. So they try to enforce their preferred language everybody else and in this case conservatives want every pregnant person to form a family unit that centers the child right and in this case this is why they fight so hard against gender neutral language is because they have a vision of families that they would like to enforce it is the most deeply misunderstood thing i think in all of trans issues right and i've covered and written about lot of them
1: what is the most deeply misunderstood
0: a gender neutral reproductive language is i think the most misunderstood trans issue that we like argue about gotcha i think a lot of uh, conservatives and a lot of transphobes think that this is meant to include trans women and womanhood somehow it's not really like trans women understand that there's more to being a woman than giving birth (laughs) like (laughs) we understand that biology is not destiny. I think any reasonable person would also conclude that there's more to that than whatever biological function your body can do. Yeah, Um, It's really meant to include trans men and non-binary people in gynecological services because often they're excluded. Like trans men will literally show up and try to get an abortion, or try to, you know, get maternal care, and they're turned away because they look like men.
1: Yeah, and it, it just shows, like, the response to this just shows how little the people freaking out about this even understand trans people, because they misunderstand it to be about being inclusive of trans women. Yeah, it's actually about including transmasculine folks, and so it just shows that they have no idea what they're talking about at
0: all. Exactly. And it's just so deeply frustrating because it literally has fuck all to do with trans women. Like, not at all. <laughs> so, you know, you had people like, you know, Ben Shapiro and all these other conservatives, but even like liberal people like Rose McGowan had a really big freak out over this, where she was like, you're erasing womanhood to appease trans women. And it's like, no, this has literally nothing to do with trans women. And then she, responded angrily later where she's like I am not a fucking turf.
1: Okay, but she is. Um sorry. I,
0: okay, well, I'm not going to say it. You can say it. I-
1: I'm going to say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she blamed all of the uproar on Harvey Weinstein, actors, like I don't
1: No. Uh
0: particularly get that. I mean, she's In the past i've written about some of her transphobia and she's accused me of being associated with harvey weinstein Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. pretty funny um so like there's this whole freak out and it was right before mother's day so of course of course what happens when you wake up on mother's day morning you have ben shapiro out here tweeting happy birthing person's day to people who created a clump of cells like he's forcing his and all of his politics into this really tortured joke and everybody on the right ran with it like the Babylon B had a terrible joke that was literally the same it's the same joke it's the one joke they tell it every Mother's and Father's Day every single year it's just tiresome but what happens is, is there's so many people talking and making the same joke now they've gone to like create their own discourse where the left wants to cancel mother's day
1: right yeah that's what seemed different to me is that it seemed like they weren't playing it like a joke they were like actually talking about that's what the left wants to do which is nonsense and not true at all
0: right they literally created something to be mad about online and then got mad about it and they have ascribed it to the left there's no proof that anybody on the left even thinks this like i called my mom yesterday like i'm on the left i called my mom yesterday and wished her a happy mother's day like my dad wished me a happy mother's day so shout out to my dad for being trans inclusive um it's just it's the same old thing again they have to have something to be mad about at all times and now this is cancel culture run amok. And it's literally not. Like, they are arguing with themselves, they are arguing with a phantom that they have created in their own minds, as usual.
1: Speaking of the right, uh, creating phantoms in their own mind. I think that's a great way to transition into our next topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, I get Google alerts for cancel culture in my inbox, and I kept getting all of these for Snow White. And I'm like, what's going on with Snow White? I gotta, I gotta see what's going on because you know we host this podcast, and there's a new ride at Disney. They revamped like the Snow White ride, and it ends with the kiss, right? The kiss at the end, which is. Snow White is asleep. So it's not terribly consensual. Um, That's the story. That's how the ride ends. Um, And all of these outlets were just totally like the left is out of control. They're saying that this non-consensual kiss shouldn't have been in the ride. And they're trying to take away Disney and our fairy tales and blah, 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 blah. And there are countless headlines about this. They're talking about this on Fox News. This is everywhere. And if you actually look and see where this is coming from. It's coming from one review of the ride. One single review of the ride. Like, a total panic over nothing. And the thing is, the review of the ride's actually really good. It's like, this is a great ride, yeah. but there's this thing that's, like, kind of outdated, and, like, why couldn't we have reimagined it or not focus so much on this? Because it's not consensual. But, like, the review of the ride is good, and so... This,
0: yeah. is <laughs> this is nothing. This is the review in the San Francisco Gate, right? Is that what you're yeah. referring to? Yeah. I mean, we'll read a little bit of it. Um, the new grand finale of Snow White's Enchanted Wish is the moment when the prince finds Snow White asleep under the Evil Queen's spell and gives her a true love's kiss to release her from the enchantment a kiss he gives to her without her consent while she's sleeping, which cannot be possibly true if only one person knows it's happening." And then there's a whole paragraph about, haven't we already agreed that consent in early Disney movies is a major issue and they question why they would put this in the ride, but otherwise they say it's a great ride. Like, I think it's appropriate, it's quite balanced to mention these types of things in a review. Like this person's job is literally to review this, and I think it's pretty fair to ask that question, but like nobody on the left is trying to cancel Snow White or a Snow White ride. It's just, we would like to have conversations about what this implies, uh, especially with kids. Like I have two daughters who are, you know, Disney age quote unquote, and I've had that talk with them about that. Right. Like, When we finish watching a Disney movie, we talk about the more complicated themes that pop up or questions that they may have. I don't know that we've actually watched Snow White because I think it's one of the older Disney princess movies. Yeah. But like, this is a normal part of like parenting, right? And it's good that this reviewer made parents aware that this is a thing so they can prepare for it how they want. But the right is freaked out about it. Like, Pierce Morgan, you said, this article to me earlier. the headline is leave Snow Whites Prince alone you insufferable woke brats <laughs> I do not consent to you canceling him as a predator for kissing her to save her life love Pierce Morgan Xxx
1: that Pierce Morgan is like freaking out about this and talking about this when it was one review and like the other thing is like that's the point of a review. you're supposed to have analysis and cultural criticism like sorry. um and yeah it just seems like you know these are conversations that we should be having i don't think you know there's there's plenty we can cancel disney for i don't think that this is going to be the straw that (laughs) (laughs) breaks the camel's back
0: can we cancel them for just remaking movies over and over again and not having an original idea in like 20 years
1: (laughs) yeah let's cancel disney for that (laughs) where i am it's like I feel like, yeah, maybe they should have, like, rethought about how they presented this, right? Like, I'm with the reviewers, but Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, you know, banging my fist against the desk and be like, we need to cancel Disney. This right's the worst. No one can go on it.
0: Nobody's saying that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, mm, they could have done better. And this is something that's worth mentioning and talking about.
0: You know, but it's more concerning because I see people that I, like, went to high school with who are on Facebook going, this kizzle culture is out of control. I'm like, literally, nobody's saying this. You're getting mad at something that doesn't exist. Like, I don't know what to do about all of this because it's so deeply entrenched now where people will just fly off the handle every time conservatives tell them to fly off the handle and it's actually scary.
1: Right. Well, that's because the misinformation is so pervasive and popping up everywhere that it's like really almost it's inescapable and you don't really see what's going on unless you really dig into it. And so it's really easy to get duped.
0: Yeah. I'd love to hear listeners thoughts on how we might be able to start pushing back on this stuff. Like um, if you could tweet at us to like, tell us what you think the left should be doing because this is like a legitimate narrative that has been created in the minds of those on the right and I don't know how to combat this um and I'd love to hear suggestions
1: me too me too see y'all on the internet so we have some some pretty spicy out of context cancellations this week
0: do we let's hop into it
1: I guess they're not that spicy. Are they that spicy?
0: We're canceling a lot of cis people.
1: Yeah, we are canceling a lot of cis people. That is pretty spicy. (laughs) The the cis don't like it when we cancel them. So yeah, that's pretty spicy. Um, Anyway, um, we can get started with one that's a little less spicy, though. One of our listeners asked if we can cancel the internet bros calling Captain Marvel a failure for the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Yeah, so uh, the context behind this is Marvel just released the names of all of their like feature movies that are coming out over the next several years. And it turns out that the Captain Marvel 2 movie they're going to rename as the Marvels and they're going to introduce like a team around Captain Marvel. A lot of misogynist internet bros really disliked the first Captain Marvel movie because it was quite girl powery, and I I was thoroughly entertained by it. Like I actually got the theme pretty well. Yeah, I, think, I enjoyed it. I think most people understood the theme; they just didn't like it. And so those people who didn't like it now are saying, "Oh, well, this is proof that Brie Larson, the woman who plays uh, Captain Marvel, can't headline." a movie solo by herself she needs like a cast around her to like help prop up a movie I think it's garbage I think that they just are going in a direction with the franchise where she's ready for a team and I am really excited for the movie you know it's quite a ways away but you know bring it on
1: Um, I know this is out of context cancellations but I really appreciate that context because I like to know what I'm canceling (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the cancel daddy says, yes, we can cancel those misogynist
0: (laughs) bros. The next one asks, can we cancel useless workplace training? This serves only to limit the employer's liability and otherwise wastes everyone's time. Oh, please. (laughs) Please. See, this is why I work for myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, here's the thing because it's a lot of like the diversity and sexual harassment trainings. Like, I think that it's important that that we do have education around that in the workplace. But so much of those trainings just serve to show people how they can skirt up to the line and not cross it instead of actually making workplaces better and have less like racism and sexual harassment. So let's, uh, yeah, let's actually have good trainings if we're gonna if we're gonna do those instead of just ones that limit the employer's liability and make it you know, easier for people not to cross the line if they're a problem, but still be a problem. I don't know.
0: Totally agreed.
1: (laughs) Speaking of cancelling things in the workplace, uh, someone wanted to cancel the office culture that prioritizes getting employees back into the office when our jobs were easily and effectively done from
0: home. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, I mean, I've worked from home for years, uh, other than a brief stint in like the Vox office last year. Um, I was there for like, two months before the pandemic started. And my editor was like, well, it was nice seeing you in person. We'll never see each other again. And I was like, wow, that's harsh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and also like being able to work from home makes uh, workplaces mm-hmm. so much more accessible, especially for a lot of folks with disabilities. And yeah.
0: And those who can't afford office clothes.
1: Definitely. Um, and this just reminds me of there was this horrible op ed in the Washington Post from like the Washingtonian owner
0: oh i saw that
1: saying like oh we're gonna make you contract employees if you don't come back
0: into the office yeah because you can't partake in employee birthdays and it's like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but the washingtonian staff had a great response did you see that
1: yeah they all were like we're not publishing today and y'all are threatening our jobs
0: yeah they had a work stoppage yeah and and the washingtonian editor was like i was basically came out and said i was wrong without saying i was wrong so oh
1: the owner was like I was wrong
0: uh that I don't think those exact words were said but
1: but maybe dialed it back a little bit
0: yeah (laughs) yeah pretty much
1: (laughs) okay look worker solidarity you got to come together and speak up yes we also are gonna cancel um insomnia and chronic pain which I am here for
0: yes totally
1: I would love for those things just not to exist
0: Are we going to cancel the cis people now? Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. Somebody's going to clip that and put it out of context. They're going to make our out of context cancellation into an out of context cancellation of their own.
1: That's going to happen no matter what we say. (laughs) Yeah, someone asked if we can cancel cis people who call transition or being trans hip, cool, and trendy or any of that nonsense.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty ridiculous at this point. I mean, those are Roman emperor slash empress who tried to get GRS like thousands of years ago. So there's literally nothing trendy about something that like Roman emper- emperors were trying to do. So, yeah, I think that's, you know, obviously we are both trans. We have a lot of trans listeners. So you get these kinds of <laughs> cancellations. And as trans people, we support them
1: you know i think the reason that people are saying that or seeing that is because it's okay to be trans now um which is really important but it's not it's not a trend it's just who we are and we're just kind of living our lives on our own terms in ways that we couldn't really before so maybe fuck off
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow wow this is spicy jeez I wasn't going to go that far. Um,
1: Look, I I was up till 2 a.m. I've got no filter right now.
0: (laughs) Um, And then the last one is, the last one asks, can we cancel cis people getting to decide that dude, guy, and boy are gender neutral?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, uh, this is just a simple matter of personal preference. And there are quite a few trans people, particularly trans women, who don't want to be called dude imagine that like it's just a a basic item of respect and and the easiest thing to do is not argue with them or say well i think it's this or i think it's that it's like okay this person has this thing that's important to them you know if you respect that person you will respect that opinion
1: just be respectful of people in the way that they want to be referred to it's not that hard i don't know like chill um, and if, if you don't chill, we're going to cancel you. And if you want to submit something for out-of-context cancellations, you can join our Patreon. And you can also get other rewards, like get our episodes early. That helps support our show so we can become a weekly podcast. And you can join and learn about other perks at patreon.com slash cancelmedaddy. Me <laughs> you. Today's show was made by me, Oliver Ash-Klein, and my incredible co-host, Caitlin Burns.
0: Daniel Petersmith made our theme song and Eden M.W. designed our graphics.
1: Our show is made possible by the incredible cancelers supporting our work, we love you! Especially the members of our Canceler Hall of Fame with the great power to cancel all of their enemies, Meg and Alice.
0: We appreciate your support.
1: Happy canceling!